0: well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. God,
1: let us exalt your name. Let us lift you up and praise you. Let us give you what is due your name, God. We come asking you to forgive us of all sin, transgression, and iniquity, Father God. From the crown of our heads to the soles of our feet, we ask you to purge us. Make us white as snow in Jesus' name. Lord, for we know that your blood still works. It will never lose its power, God. It can heal, deliver, and set free. So we thank you for it right now in Jesus' name, that it not only cleanses us on the inside, God, but it cleanses us on the outside. It heals us of all sickness and disease. It takes away the pain in Jesus' name. It takes away discomfort. It takes away unforgiveness and jealousy, envy, gossip, malice, anger, Father God. It takes it all away so that we will be more like you in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father God, that your blood delivers us from generational curses, Father God. It delivers us from lack and disobedience in Jesus' name. It delivers us from rebellious spirits in the name of Jesus. We thank you for it, God, that your blood Cause us to your right side, Father God, where the blood and the water came streaming down, O God. We thank you, O God, for that fountain that is filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's things where sinners plunge beneath that flood and we lose all our guilty stain. Father, we look to you for joy. We look to you for peace. We look to you for healing. We look to you to put a smile on our face, O God. And we thank you for it, God, that as you said, you would never leave us nor forsake us. You would do all of those things to make us right in your sight in Jesus' name. You will do all things to make sure we have what we need in the name of Jesus. You said daily bread, God. You said to put no thought onto what we're going to eat or what we're going to drink because if you can take care of the birds and feed them daily, God, you will do the same for us. You said to not worry about what we're going to put on because if you can clothe the lilies of the field, God, you can clothe us, and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. We praise and magnify you right now, Father God, even the midst of being shut in in the midst of being of having to stay inside God that you are drawing us closer to you that you are allowing us to hear your voice more clearly those of us who are calling out to you God we thank you Father that as we are crying out to you and standing in the gap for those who can't cry out for themselves, that you are hearing, and that you are turning them to you, God. You are giving us opportunities to call one another to pray, God. You're giving us more opportunities to encourage each other, to study your word, Father God. You're giving us more opportunities to tell someone else that your word, will never pass away, oh, God. So we thank you in Jesus' name. We praise and magnify you, God, that you don't leave any more excuses for why we haven't taken time to talk to you, why we haven't taken time to listen to you, Father God. Mm -hmm. You've taken that all away right now, God, so that we can come and repent and confess and turn and give it all to you. Put it all at your feet. Cast it all in front of you so that you can have your way, oh God. So continue to do your great and mighty work in this land, God. Continue to heal. Continue to deliver. Continue to set free. Continue to open eyes to see you, hearts to receive you, minds to understand you, Father, God, so that your word falls on good ground so that we can bring forth 30, sixty and a hundredfold we thank you God that even in the midst of all of this you are meeting needs where there was once a lack father God you are restoring relationships that were once broken up in Jesus name or you are separating what should have been separated oh God Things that we are holding on to that you told us to get rid of, God, you are getting rid of it in Jesus' name. People that you told us to leave alone, God, you are moving aside in our lives in Jesus' name. Thought- processes that we had that were contrary to your word, that you are changing our way of thinking, that it lines up with how your word says to think in Jesus' name. Think on things that are pure and just and of any virtue and of any praise, God. We thank you right now, oh God that you are opening up the lines of communication between family and friends that have been disconnected in the name of Jesus. We thank you, O God, that your word is being taken off the shelves and off the tables and dusted off those up nuggets of your word the, the things that grandmama and mama taught your people to do and to cry out to you and to come to you when we were younger God and the people that said that they would never do those things are coming back to you God we thank you for getting your land in order Father God I thank you and praise you for getting your families in order God removing the mindset of being politically correct and accepting the things that are contrary to your work. God, you are fixing it. You are changing it. And I praise you for it in Jesus' name. I honor you for it, God. I rejoice in knowing that what has truly been bound on earth is truly being bound in heaven, and what we have truly released on earth is truly being released in heaven, and you're making a way for Jesus' return in Jesus' name. You are making the pathway clear for you to be able to come back for your church without spot or wrinkle, oh God. You are making a way where we will have to bow, every knee will bow and tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord even right now, oh God. I thank you, Father God, for showing up in this land and saying that homosexuality is not acceptable in Jesus' name. I thank you for showing up in this land and saying that abuse is not accepted in your land in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father God, for showing that adultery is no longer acceptable and has to be stopped in the name of Jesus. I thank you, O God, for doing what you want to do. Thank you for breathing on us, God. Thank you for giving us your fresh wind, a fresh anointing, a fresh love, a fresh joy, a peace that passes all understanding. Thank you, Father for restoring laughter in your people, that it's like medicine in the name of Jesus. Thank you for showing them that just because of what the doctor said, that they don't have to take that report, God. But whose report will we believe? We will believe the report of the Lord. Your report says that we are victorious. We are mighty. We are your children, Father God. We are steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in your work, knowing that our labor is not in vain in you. We are strong like the trees of Lebanon in Jesus' name. We will bend and not break, Father God. We will no longer be tossed to and fro like the chaff in the wind, but we will be planted by rivers of living water, living water of your word, Father God. We thank you for it in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. We praise your name, O God, that we are able to continue to be on this prayer line weekly in Jesus' name so that your word can forever continue to go forth with power uninterrupted and unhindered by any satanic or demonic force, oh, God. We thank you that it's clear we will understand what is said in Jesus' name, that the one who is speaking, you have given them a word from on high, God, not to tickle our ears in Jesus' name, not to tell us what we want to hear, God, but what we need to hear so that we can be built up, edified, and strengthened in you in Jesus' name. Thank you for the quality time that they have spent in your presence, God, not doing all of the talking, God, but taking time to hear from you, So that we know what thus saith the Lord, so that you can speak through them. Hide them behind your cross, Father God. Cover them in your blood in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father God, that there will be no stuttering, stammering, no. Uh, nothing that's going to stop them from speaking boldly to for you to us in Jesus' name. We thank you, God, that we are our brother's keeper and that we are crying out to you according to your word says that if we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus died on the cross and was raised from the dead, we shall be saved. We thank you, God, that those who know you are praying, seeking your faith so that you can hear from heaven, forgive the sin, and cleanse the land, God, not just in certain areas, God, but you have shut up places all around the world in Jesus' name. Thank you, God that this would not have happened without your allowing it in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father God, that we have gotten your word on salvation, that we have gotten your word on reconciliation, God, that we are learning about your grace and your mercy, God, that we are hearing from you in Jesus' name, that the gifts of your spirit are being stirred up in us so that people will no longer run away from you but run to you in Jesus' name. Saying, what must I do to be saved, Father God? Those who have been speaking your word contrary to what you have said will say, Father, forgive me for being a false prophet. Forgive me for being a false teacher. Forgive me for being a false teacher, God. Those who have spoken against your man and your woman will say, forgive me, Lord. So whatever is going on in their life will be turned around in Jesus' name. Bitterness and wrath taken out in Jesus' name. Sickness and disease done away with in the name of Jesus. As we turn to you, God, Lord, you brought back to my mind that Nehemiah stayed on the wall, that Hezekiah turned his face to the wall. In spite of the opposition that Hezekiah felt in his body due to sickness, God, in spite of Sam Ballad and Tobiah trying to get Nehemiah to come down, God, they stayed where you have placed them. God, let us stay at your feet, God. Let us keep you ever before us in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. We thank you, God that we are doing what you have called us to do, God, and we are declaring that more people will come to you in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus, giving their whole life to you, God, not parts of it, not pieces of it, not holding on to things that should have been done away with years ago, God, but giving it all to you in Jesus' name not worrying about what the things around us look like, God, but putting our eyes to you, looking unto you, looking unto the hills from which cometh our help, God, because all of our help comes from you, because you made heaven and earth, God. And we praise your name, God. We thank you for those who have answered the call To be the apostle, to be the bishop, to be the teacher, the evangelist, Father God. To be the prophet, to be the prophetess, to be the deacon, to be the deaconess in Jesus' name. That you use them for your glory, God. That they don't take the calling for granted that they answer it with sincerity and truth, Father God, that they operate in it according to your biblical standards in the name of Jesus and not man's perception of how they should live and how they should function in Jesus' name. Let us all work together, fitly joined together as you created these bodies, God, and you use the body as an example of how the body of you was supposed to function, God. We thank you, Lord that we don't look down on one part because of its function and put another part on a pedestal, God. You need it all, and we thank you for it because God is a head, and without the head, none of it can operate anyway, God. So we thank you, Lord. We praise you that you tame our tongues, that you said none of us can tame it. Oh, God, have your way in Jesus' name. Speak through us, speak to us, the, the things that we never thought we would say before, God, according to your will and your word, God. Let us proclaim your gospel and let us do it with joy in Jesus' name. Let us do it with the mindset that Jesus is coming back and there's no way around it. Have your way, oh God. We bless and magnify your name in Jesus' name. We thank you for doing a great and mighty work. Hallelujah.
0: Amen. Well, God bless you. God bless you. Hey, beloved, this is your Apostle Keith Brooks. Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Hey, I am my brother's keeper, and I believe that God has chosen every one of us. Pray one for another to keep us girded under the power of prayer. Hey, on this morning, we have Mother Curtis on the line, Mama, you on the line. Are you there, Mother? Well, bless the Lord. There's no response. Oh, I can't hear. Can anyone hear Mother on the line? I
1: don't hear her, Apostle.
0: Okay. All right, then. Hey, well, let's just take the word of the Lord, and let's go for it, and I'll pray, and maybe she'll come on by the time I get through. And if not, also just pick it up and we'll go. Father, in the precious and holy and righteous name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we just thank you, Lord, again, for your blessings. you over us a time of opening our eyes of understanding. We thank you for all that you have done, will, do, and going to do in us and through us and even for us. We take nothing for granted, O oh Lord. We bless you. We honor you in all things that we do. We give your name the praise, the honor, and all of the glory. We bless you, Father, because you are our God. We honor you because you are Father. We just thank you for this day. One that we never seen before, we'll never see it again. In the holy and righteous name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And all of the hearts of God's people shouted Amen and Amen. Hey, I'll take you to the book of Ephesians. Let's see what thus said the Lord. Let's share a word with you. And I believe that God has something always for us to say. We have to be ready in season and out of season, because we never know when God will choose one to speak for him. Hey, Ephesians chapter 4, from the beginning to verse number 1, I want to put a pin round verse number 6. So we're going to pick up the word of the Lord from there, and let's go. It says, as a prisoner, I'm reading from the contemporary this morning, so, you can follow me along in your King James, or if you have a contemporary English version, you can go there. Hello. 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 Hello Okay. Mother Curtis? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right, baby. A puzzle. I'm having having, having something going on. You have to teach this morning. All right, baby. I got it. All right, Ephesians chapter 4, beginning in verse 1. As a prisoner of the Lord, I beg you to live in a way that is worthy of the people God has chosen to be his own. Always be humble and gentle, patient. Put up with each other and love each other. Try your best to let God's spirit keep your heart united. Do this by living at peace. Do this by living at peace. All of you are a part. Listen to this very carefully because I want you to get it. All of you are a part of the same body. There is only one spirit of God just as you are or were given one hope when you were chosen to be God's people. We have only one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. There is one God who is the father of all people. Not only is God above all others, but he worked by using all of us, and he lived in all of us. Christ has gently divided out his gifts to us. I want to talk to you from the thought, what part of the body am I? If God have chosen every one of us to be a part of the body, there should always be unity with us. No matter who we are, where we are, what nationality we are of, we surely ought to know that we are part of the body. Ephesians here tells us of having unity in the body of Christ. Now, the reason why we're so divided sometimes is because we don't understand what part of the body we actually play. And I believe that causes confusion to a child of God that walks in the power or the presence of God. He makes it plain. they but one Lord one faith and one baptism. Yet we all are the same father. We're born into the same body. But I believe the confusion come in when we don't understand the power of the revelation of where we stand in the body. Am I the eyes? Am I the hand? Am I the legs? Am I the head? Am I the ears? Am I the mouth? Whatever part of the body I am of, that what I shall perform in the body of Christ. And I believe that the fight comes not so much from satanic forces all the time. Yes, we know that the devil is always trying to do something foolish. But I believe some of our fight is because we really don't know where we belong in the body of Christ. So, what I'm saying to you all today, I want you to take a clear cut thought, set out, and analyze who are you? In the body of Christ, and where do you fit? And when you come to the conclusion of knowing who you are in the body and where you sit in the body, I believe the power of God will be endowed to you for a special purpose in the body. Now, when God anoints, He anoints the head. He anoints the head. You remember the Bible says in some uh, in uh, uh, the scriptures uh, Psalms one thirty three, don't bother the devil, that Aaron's head was anointed with oil, ran down from his head down his beard on the garment. All meaning that God starts the anointing from the head and it flows down. So all of us that are in the body and of the body or should have been anointed. Now, to be anointed and appointed and still don't know where you fit is a, it's a fight to have in your life. I believe that Paul said, now, therefore, let me help you. Being a prisoner of the Lord, I'm worthy to walk in this vocation where God have called me. You did not choose the vocation God chose it. So when you accept the vocation of what God has chosen for you, this is what makes you powerful in the body of Christ. First of all, you know you didn't make this call of yourself. Be at peace with that and accept that. Second, know that God chose you for that vocation and you anointed to do the work. It is not so much you and I that do it, but the anointing that is given us Is what helps us to do the job. The anointing is what destroys the yoke. The anointing is what heals. The anointing is what helps us to be led by the Spirit of God. Because power rests under the anointing of God. So to be part of the body and don't know where you fit or who you are brings devastation to a child of God. They're able, one body, one spirit. So when we learn that calling of God, that won't be a struggle in the body of Christ. Now you feel more comfortable of being worthy of your fathers. I believe that most of us as children of God struggle with God because of that reason. The walk of Christ is not that hard as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And if I'm a son, God, I'm joint heir with Christ, I'm part of the body. But I still must know where I fit. Power comes when you know the source of where you fit with God. Have you ever had a mindset that you knew one thing but you were not sure of it. And it caused you not to be able to give your best because you were not sure of what you were doing, but yet you knew it was the right thing to do, but you had no confidence in it. When a person has no confidence, they operate in no faith. But when you have confidence of who you are in the body and where you fit, your faith, will automatically flow. This is the power of what God gives us to be part of the body. Once I know where I fit in the body, I have no more fight. My fight now becomes that of being sure of what I'm doing is what God called. And when you know that, beloved, there'll be no struggles with your life. Notice what the scripture says. Ephesians 4 and 11. And he gave some apostles. Well, if you call him an apostle, stay in the apostles' area. Why did he name the apostle first? Watch this. And some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, some teachers. Jesus covered all fivefold of that ministry. Jesus was an apostle. He established order to teach of the apostles. He was a prophet. He was an evangelist. He was a pastor. He was a teacher. And he is still doing the same thing to those that are called to be part of the body and given that to do. It makes life easier. It helps the body to become more perfected. It brings us into the things of God, would help us to edify the body of Christ. So, my challenge to you today is to seek God if you're not sure where you belong in the body. This is what gives us the power of the unity of faith, to bring us into the knowledge of God. To know who you are and where you fit is the most important thing for a child of God. Met a lot of children and a lot of saints. Has been saved for years, stagnant in their walk because they don't know where they fit. And when you don't know where you belong, you're still lost. But yet you claim claiming salvation, you are saved. Jesus said over in the book of Revelation, I command of you, buy some eye salve or some eye Put on your eyes so you can see and know where you're going. That's the power of knowing where you fit in the body of Christ. So Ephesians tells us, if we want perfection from the body, we as children of God must know where we fit and where we belong in that body. Know that Christ is the head of the body. Find out where you and I fit. You must seek the face of God. And ask prayerfully. God will show you exactly who you are, what you are doing in the body of Christ. And I believe it will bring you closer to Christ. It will bring your walk even greater with God. And you'll hear his voice even plainer than ever before. So I charge you today, let this be your prayer if you don't know where you belong in the body of Christ. Ask God, seek him until He tell you. Don't take it for granted because God's not afraid to talk to you. God's not afraid to show you. Most of the children of God just will not take the time to seek him. To know where they actually belong in the body. So to bring unity into the body of Christ, we need to know where we belong and where we fit. Then there'll be no struggle with your with your walk with Christ ever again. Be at peace with yourself and seek the face of God. Find out who am I and where do I belong in this body, Lord, and I promise you, beloved, God will show you so plainly that it will bring such joy to your life for the rest of your life. Hey, beloved, this is your apostle Keith Brooks, and I want you to know where you belong and where you fit most to the children of God, which is drifting. Don't work a lifetime You're doing a lot of things and not the right thing. God wants you to know that he called you for a purpose in the body of Christ. So seek Him. Hey, till Thursday morning, tell a neighbor, friend, get up, get up, get up. Get get on the prayer line. I am my brother's keeper. That's why I'm telling you, I want you to know where you belong and how you fit. Say, well, apostle, tell me. I can tell some of you all, some of you all, I don't know where you're going and what you're doing. But, hey, God will give us an answer. All we got to do is pray together, one for another, because I am my brother's keeper. Till Thursday morning, I'm out. God bless you. Have a blessed day. 18 plus.